0: I am Michelle Gifford.
1: Hey, I'm Sarah Allred. We are the girls behind Women with Fire, and we
0: specialize in building influencers. Welcome to the podcast. Listen as we chat with influential women who feel guided by the divine to build empires of truth at home, in business, and abroad. The goal here is
1: to empower you to grow your influence everywhere. Join the nation of women who get things done at thewomenwithfire.com.
0: Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Women with Fire podcast. Oh, I can't even tell you how excited I am to be here for this one because this has been months in the making and months in the studying and months in the talking. Oh, my goodness. Sarah, are you excited? I'm really excited and no joke
1: there is nothing quite like I mean I'm like a Christmas shopper in July right because I love Christmas and like July and August and September and October and November is so much work and effort and fun and everything like that but there's really nothing that compares to the Christmas morning and this feels a little bit like Christmas morning with a ton of prep behind (laughs) us and now I finally feel like we're ready to talk about it and to bring it home for you guys.
0: So let's talk about what we're talking about. (laughs) And first of all, we want to thank you for listening because um, having you listen and share the podcast is really just warms our little hearts. And it also builds this community and we love it. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for your reviews on iTunes and just thank you for being here. Um, But now we're going to get into it because here's the thing. So here's the thing. We have talked to a lot of amazing women. I think we are almost to our 50th episode, which is a big deal, and we have met so many wonderful women along the way that we haven't been able to interview yet, and we love what they're doing, right? Um, But we're also feeling like we are giving you kind of a glimpse into awesomeness, right? We have all these women, and we aren't connecting right now how this applies to you and that's what these thursday episodes are going to be about
1: big time so this is big time and we do have to remember that we have had one man so thank you greg trimble (laughs) for being our one man who has brought great inspiration to the women with fire podcast (laughs)
0: We love you,
1: Greg. We love you. You're great. Okay. So the reality is, is there is a blogger that I love. Okay. I follow very few bloggers, if I was totally honest, but this is a blogger I have followed for years and she's a fabulous photographer. She was mother of the year. She um, has an incredible family. She has these amazing traditions that I love. And then she's just really great at journaling and, and talking about her parenting style and the things that work for her and just a lot of really... great admirable things Um, and I love her to death and one of the things I was noticing is I was reading her blog and then I was looking on the comments and I was noticing that here she'd done this whole wonderful blog post about parenting and about um, talking about how they handle birthday traditions and birthday parties and those kinds of things um, which was really really valuable but I was noticing that a lot of the questions were saying hey where did you get your shirt that you're wearing in all of the pictures? where did you get your shirt? And no lie, it was a super cute shirt. It was back when Chevron was huge and it was darling and I will never forget the shirt. But what it symbolized to me is something that resonates with me and that is we do sit across from incredible women all the time. We are blessed with these amazing influencers online who are doing incredible things. And often I feel that while it's noble to want to be more like be more like them or, um, embrace their strengths and all those kinds of things that it's not going to be the shirt that they're wearing. That's going to get us there. Like I could wear her shirt all day. And the reality is, is she's six foot two and I'm five foot one. And that's like a whole different story, but it's (laughs) not going to be the shirt. It's not the shirt. It's not the brands that they're working with, um, that are creating this incredible foundation of inspiration. Like What is that foundation that they have? And what we really found as we studied these amazing women and Greg Trimble, and as we've read the scriptures and looked around, is that there is a foundation that is a pattern that we are going to teach you. What is the foundation of all these amazing people? It's here. We're excited to talk to you about it.
0: (laughs) Um, Yes. And this actually... Um, when I was studying Nephi um, in the Book of Mormon, the first book in the Book of Mormon, I realized that Nephi, he did not know at the very beginning that he was going to be a prophet and lead his, the righteous um, part of his family off into a new land. He did not know that. Right, because if he, if you would have told the, him that when he had to leave Jerusalem, then he probably would have been a little bit nervous, <laughs> because that is a that mountain is too tall to climb, right? Because you look when you have something like that, um, and you you think, oh my goodness, at the end by the end of my life, I've got to be a prophet. That's too huge, and so when people come to us and when we're thinking about our divine mission and we think about. Th- we think about it and it's too big. It's That mountain is too big to climb if you go straight up. And so um, as we've studied the book, book of Mormon and the Bible and the different prophets and also these women, we have noticed that Heavenly Father does not require us to go straight up the mountain. He does not because he knows that that is too steep for us. And so he has given us smaller quests they are switchbacks up the mountain that make it easier for us to climb and easier for us to accomplish and become who we are supposed to be. And it is the idea of this quest that we are going to be talking about. Um, It really like fires me up when I talk about it because if we can see the power of our individual quests in the right now, right now, what are you supposed to be doing? Not what are you supposed to be doing with the rest of your life? But what are you supposed to be doing right now? What impact can you have? What change can you make? What, um, what things can you overcome? Then that's where that's where we we can get like our boots on the ground, and we can actually do something about it. And so we are introducing you to the concept of a quest. What is your current quest right now?
1: Love this. And How merciful of our Heavenly Father to not make us climb upward all the time and be exhausted. Okay, not really a hiker here. I'm just not. And the thought of going straight up all the time, while it seems efficient and effective, it's not. And it's not the point of why we're here on Earth. It's not the point. The point is the journey and the people we meet and the experiences that we have and the skills that we bring like it that is so important to our Heavenly Father. And I'm so grateful for how valuable um, he has recognized that experience to be for us and has provided for us. So uh, and if you really want to get into kind of the fun end of the quest, the reality is, is the quest exists in your favorite movies, too. It's in and Harry Potter. It's everywhere, <laughs> it's everywhere. Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. I mean, the whole gamut. We and we'll give you some really great examples of of how that applies. But we're just ready to start applying it to you.
0: What we found is that that there are different quests. Okay, so let's talk about a quest. What it is, and it's usually an experience, or it's um, something that you want to do or accomplish. And then there are elements to that quest, and we're going to go into those, and we're going to talk about the different things that make up your quest. Because I found when you're able to define the different aspects of uh, that are going to happen every time that you're doing God's will, then it makes it easier to have confidence and peace in your actions. Because no longer is a setback um, or you know some a trial going to be just something that you endure. It's going to be something that you can pick up and realize that you have a choice. You have a choice in it. So um, so we're going to go through the elements of a quest. But first, let's define what an actual quest is. Fantastic. So the
1: quest is very much where you are wanting to go. And don't think big. I know that sounds nuts. Don't think you know i want to i want to live with god again i do want to live with god again that's the <laughs> mountain though okay we're talking the smaller switchbacks because they are going to get you there those journeys are going to get you there all of these quests are going to get you to the top of the mountain so these quests are are much more like wrap your head around it where do you want to go and we have thought up two really specific kinds of quests. Quests fall into one of two categories. The first one is you are either compelled to quest, and that's a quest where we typically would call it a trial, that it is someone else's agency or it's bad luck, whatever you want to call it. It's an event that happens that compels you to quest. The second is choosing your quest. You are choosing because of a prompting, because of a whispering, because of a nudge that you are wanting to accomplish something and get there.
0: And this is the more fun of the quest, obviously, because because I really value my agency. But um, choosing your quest is so fun. And that's actually when, because people don't need to be told that they're going through a trial, right? Like, but it's the, in the choice, those kinds of quests, that's when people have doubts. That's when people are looking for other people to help them know what they're supposed to do. So for us, this podcast is very much a quest for Sarah and I, because when we heard Elder Nelson's talk two and a half years ago, I knew we needed to build a community of strong women who were grounded in faith and who had so much influence and who were making a difference because of their reliance on God. And that's how this community started. And I knew I had to do something. I did not know necessarily that it was going to be a podcast, that I was going to find these elements of a quest. I didn't know that but I did I felt compelled to start and 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 it has transformed into what it is now so these quests could be starting a business these could be maybe you see something Um, happening in your school, and your your kid's class needs extra help. That's a quest. This could be your children. Maybe your child is having a hard time learning how to read, and you feel really compelled that you need to stop what you're doing, and you need to figure out this for your child. So these quests can be anything and, and really are reliant on who you are and what your talents are, and also the needs that surround you. Because these quests, they... Almost always start um, with a need around you and a way that you can serve and fulfill that need. And so um, you have to be very careful and very aware of the feelings that you have, the promptings you're getting. And and if you notice, people will start like talking about things, right? And that you're like, ah, that keeps coming up. Darn it. Like that keeps coming up. And then you feel compelled to do it. That is really the beginning of the pattern. And as we've
1: mentored a lot of women who feel like, you know, starting a business and pursuing a business idea is part of their quest, it sounds like this. They'll say things like, so I can't really get my mind off of dot, dot, dot. I just, I feel pushed to dot, dot, dot. You know, like, is this triggering something for you as you're listening because that's the quest like there it is you are being given so graciously from your (laughs) heavenly father this little nudge and you get to choose it you get to choose it and we're going to show you even what comes next
0: um yeah I always get when my friend my friend was like I just keep feeling like I need to start a blog and I walk with her every morning I was like congratulations you have just been called to your quest (laughs) That is true. All right, so let's talk about the different elements of the quest. And the first one is the actual quest and what it is. And then the second one is the quester. It's the who. It's, the, it's, it's you. Welcome. <laughs> We're so <laughs> glad that you're here. We're really glad that you're here. Um, and the the reason why it starts here is because you have been prepared for this quest. And that's why I love this so much is because... You don't have to do anything else but be you to start. Now, let me just tell you, you are going to be changed. You're going to be tried. You're going to be helped. You're going to be a completely different person at the end of this quest. But hallelujah, that's what we're here for. And so just know that to start, you have everything you need. This is a game changer. What Michelle just said is a game changer because no doubt about
1: it, we are all walking around with little ideas oh, I just keep thinking about this. I just keep thinking about this. And then, of course, it comes to the point of, okay, well, who's supposed to do it? It is you. Welcome, as Michelle would say. It is you. And that realization that that a loving Heavenly Father has given you, given you that nudge towards a quest with who you already are should give you total confidence. Not that it's going to be perfect, not that it's going to be a straight shot, but that it's going to be totally worth it and cooler than you ever ever anticipated.
0: So what makes up you is all of your experiences, all of your talents, all of your gifts, all of the things and also can I say this like all of your trials and all of your mistakes? Because I think that when we get called to something, our um, our automatic responses me, you know, like, wait a minute, like I'm not good enough or, ha- or look at all these things that I haven't done perfectly. When in actuality, your mistakes and, um, and your setbacks and all of your things are exactly what make you, you, you. And that's a big deal because you're going to be able to use those experiences, good or bad. Can I say that again? You're going to use your bad experiences too, um, because they give you, a unique perspective and sent and a sensitivity and an awareness and empathy for those around you. And so, because, because you're going to see now you're going to recognize other people on your, on their quest and you're going to be able to recognize that, you know, you have some things that you could help them with and we'll go into that later. But, um, but I just want you to know that all of you is important, all of your gifts, all of your talents, all of your negative and positive experiences because they make you, you.
1: Absolutely. And the world out there has provided a lot of tools for us to try and discover more tendencies about, you know, who we are and what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are. And like, I think of like Lord of the Rings, like we've got to talk about Lord of the Rings. If we're talking about a quest, how when you read J.R. Tolkien, I almost said J.K. Tolkien, and that would be <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting them all mixed up. <laughs> But that's a quest, too. It was (laughs) a quest, quest (laughs) too. See, it's all the same. But you're reading his book, and one of the things that nearly stops Frodo in his tracks to accomplishing the massive quest that he undertakes is what his family is known for. So if you haven't read the book, it's not pushed as heavily in the movie. But in the book, it is pushed constantly for like three chapters, that the Baggins do nothing unexpected. That's just who we are. We just don't do anything unexpected. Like, yeah, I kind of feel like this would be exciting, but Baggins don't do anything unexpected. There there are programs out there about like color coding, about what our personalities are. And those are really fun. You know, what kind of Disney princess are you? And what kind of, you know, like we'll take those quizzes all day long because we're trying to discover fun things about ourselves. The reality is, is, right where you are right now, Mr. Frodo, even though you believe you are someone who can do nothing unexpected, the Lord has totally different plans. And the Lord, if you believe in deity, is the one to transform you. So jump on board, embrace the quest and embrace the quester who is you. So welcome
0: welcome to your quest we are going to be your guides for this quest um what's with the voice change that was awesome it was like soothing well doesn't isn't that what you would do is i just felt like that was a guide voice hello welcome to your quest i love it i love it i'm
1: gonna have to practice that one you'll hear it on a different episode
0: Oof, got a lot to do. That's a quest for you. Okay, so let's move on to, so we know that you are the quester, and you are awesome, and welcome to your quest. All right, you guys, so the next element is the path to get you there, and this is going to be very practical, tactical. How are you going to achieve your quest, okay? So in Sarah and i's Um, Experiences right with this community, Um, we knew we wanted to build a community of women where we could talk about not just our successes in building an influence, but God's part in that success. And so, our path to get there is very, very practical. We have a podcast and um, we have our blog and those kinds of things that are going to build that community. So, this is the how. So, if you are feeling like um, I want to help moms learn more about how to protect their families against pornography. If that's you, then how would you do that? Like, how are you going to do that? Are you going to have a course? Are you going to have create your community? How, what are the steps you're going to take to make this happen?
1: And never in the history of the world have you been so gosh darn lucky. Never. Because (laughs) even five years ago, you had to know coding to create a website and you don't anymore. Even five years ago, you had to budget some pretty high numbers, worth it numbers, to get a graphic designer. It's different now. Even to create podcasts with the, the editing and the equipment that we have, everything is much more affo- affordable and approachable and and all those kinds of things. So first off, you're super lucky. You lucky quester, you. Um, <sighs> that you are in a situation where you can do a lot of how kinds of things. And never never underestimate the power of the obvious. Like obviously we've talked about podcasting. Some of the really obvious ones also are Instagram, and Facebook and Facebook groups. Um, I liked how Michelle mentioned course creation. I think that's a really brilliant way. Blogging is a great way to, to reach influence. What about teaching classes in your community? Or maybe you're trying to you know, help a problem that's happening around your school. You're trying to change kind of the culture of, a, of the school environment. You know, what what are you going to do in order to, like how are you gonna accomplish all this? What kind of platform are you gonna use? So this is, I think, the easiest step Um, as far as vocalizing, it's like, okay, I'm going to learn Instagram. And then we can point you in those directions to the best ways to use Instagram and the best way to blog and the best way to use these platforms. But the how is important because it gets you started. And this is a lot, a lot, a lot of fun.
0: I want to underscore something very important. We are talking a lot about online influence because of the people that we talk to. But we believe that you need to figure out what your influence is, even if that's in your home, which is the most important, in your community, in your school, whatever. And so, just know that this quest can be applied to anything. We talk about online influence because these are the women that we are talking to, and the and the business women who want to start something online. And so, just just know that that we are cheering you on no matter what. So this how can be. Um, I want to figure out how my kid, like, he needs to sleep better. Okay, then you're going to buy a sleep training book or whatever it is. Like, but this is an easy, easy, um, probably the easiest step, right?
1: <laughs> it really is. And if you've seen The Greatest Showman, I'm obsessed with it. Okay. And in that great song, it just says, however big, however small, let me be part of it all. Okay. Mm. Your, your, whatever your quest is, it is not too small. It is not and don't you dare fall victim to the wandering eye of looking around you and feeling like everyone is doing something bigger, better, more important than you. If your quest is teaching your kid how to sleep, congratulations on one of the most important choices for your health ever. That's huge and don't for one minute think that that is a small feat because it's mega and we're here to cheer you on. So, With that in mind, the next part of the quest is really gonna help you even more solidify your confidence that your quest and you as the quester and how you're gonna get there, this is what's gonna keep you on track.
0: All right, so you are on a quest, but guess what you guys, the lucky thing is, is that you never ever have to do it alone. And this is a really important element to the quest is that you will receive guides that will help you on the way who have already been up that part of the mountain and know a clear path for you to take to get there and so guides are a really important part because um they they've already been there and they don't and so you don't have to do this alone now these guides can be um friends they can be people who are if you're starting a business maybe it's someone who knows more than you do um and are going to teach you how to get there or this is quite literally our heavenly father who has who knows how to help you? It, it's our Savior Jesus Christ who's been there before, and so you will receive both of those guides. God and and Christ are there for you always, and um. But you, they will also send you people, actual people in your life who will get help you get there.
1: This is a critical part of any quest and any story. So when I start saying these words, what comes to your mind? Ready? Yoda. <laughs> Samwise Gamgee, Dumbledore. Like, I mean, do you have feelings of like love and appreciation and excitement for these people that you hear um, when you hear about these guides? These guides are critical, and one of the coolest things about the quest is you're going to discover how absolutely important and essential those guides are I do I have never witnessed a quest happen without a guide like you have you have to find it you have to see it and recognize it and recognize their importance and the cool thing is is as you go through the quest you're going to realize that God is letting you be a guide for someone else even and you will step into that role sometimes and you're gonna see it and you're gonna say, yes, I get to be a guide and I get to be part of this and it's such a nurturing experience from top to bottom. So be aware that as you're diving into this quest, there will be guides and friends and deity along the way to make sure that the path is clear for you.
0: All right, the next element is the reason to go. This is your why, this is your big motivation. Now let's talk about this because this is always gonna be bigger than you. This is not just, I want to do something. It never is that, right? Um, let's go back to Frodo Baggins, right? He, His why is he had to save Mordor, right? No, I mean, no, not save Mordor. He had to go to Mordor, he had to save the <laughs> whole world. The have you I read the book? I have. I'm sorry. I have not read the book. He has to save Middle Earth, right? Middle that Earth. is stinking why. <laughs> <laughs> Roto Baggins. He himself has to save Middle Earth and that is his why. It has very little to do with him because if it were up to him, he would do nothing unexpected, right? And so your why is if if it's to sleep train your child, it's because you want a healthier child and a happier home. Um if your why can be to influence, um, to bring a community together. That's what Sarah and I are doing. So your why, this is really where it's at. And um, We have to be very grounded in our why because of the next things that are going to be coming. But you have to know what your why is because that's going to be your anchor (laughs) that gets you through, that keeps you climbing up that mountain.
1: One of our more recent podcast interviews that we released um, with Ashley from Ashley's Fresh Fix, she talks about her why and that her why was to create a community of women who felt accepted as they are, who they are, so her why is not to inspire you to have a more beautiful house or to, to bake better cookies or to have better hair products. Like even though she does those things brilliantly and she, that's part of the culture of her home and it's wonderful. Her, her why... Her why is so much deeper. And that way, as she makes those decisions about her business, she always goes back to, is this helping the women that follow me and the women I'm connected with, is this helping them feel more accepting of themselves and their situation? And that's big. I think this is the step that often, it's always deeper than you think. You think, oh, I need to make money for my family. That's my why. Okay. Yeah, you might think that that's your why, but you've got to go deeper. Why are you wanting to make more money for your family? Keep asking the why 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 until you feel like you really get down down into the soil to figure out what it is and why why you're doing this, and it will sustain you. It will be the sustaining force through um if you do online influence, through the mean voices and through the trolls, it's going to motivate you. So it is critical. Don't underestimate your why. We call it the reason to go. Don't skip this step. It's critical in your quest. And now a small break. A word from those who make this podcast possible. This podcast is powered by Entreport. Entreport is our number one business tool. It literally does it all. Email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and it basically keeps your business running even when you're sleeping. Not only is Entreport the backbone of our businesses, but you can design a full-blown website using their customizable landing pages. It is the one-stop powerhouse shop where we keep our email lists, growth, marketing goals, and businesses at their very best. Check out the show notes or jump on thewomenwithfire.com slash entreport to get started. And now back to the Women With Fire podcast.
0: All right, so you have your why, you have the reason to go. Let's tell you what's coming next. And don't just hold on to your hats. Just kidding. You are always in any quest, you are going to meet opposition. Always. I love you, and I'm going to tell you that it's going to happen. And this is not a sign that you're in the wrong place. It's actually absolutely opposite. This is a sign that you are doing what you're supposed to do. And here is why. The moment you step into who you are supposed to be, Satan will try to stop you every time because he knows if you start the quest, if you continue up the mountain, you are getting closer to God and he doesn't want that. And so you are going to get opposition. Now this opposition can be external. This can be like a bad day or accidents happening or things like that, but more often, and the ones that are more, most hard to, to pull yourself through is the internal opposition. Um, I was talking, I went to speak at the strong fit mama's conference, um, just a few weeks ago and they had so much opposition and one of the things she did a Facebook live and she just said, I have never felt such loud voices in my head telling me I couldn't do this. Like, who do you think you are? No one's going to come to this. You are not going to change anybody. And these voices are almost audible. And it comes every time you're trying to do something great. Because Because the adversary doesn't want you to be better and doesn't want you to climb higher and doesn't want you to bring people higher up there with you. And so just know opposition is going to come. And um, there's a great conference quote quote that talks about how you are in great company, right?
1: (laughs) One of the challenges I have always found on my quests when I meet the opposition is I start to get confused that... Is this what the scriptures talk about as far as like a stupor of thought? Is this God telling me no? Is this him stopping me? And the reality is, is I've had to come to a place where I meet the opposition and I call it what it is. I say, this is Satan working against me. And I just say it and I keep moving. I keep moving. I I try to dig deeper or I go on to the next step, which is a great step, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, and and get some help that way, but but I think that that's something to, to recognize, is that often when we have opposition going on, that you're going to think that God is telling you no, and I do think God tells us no, and we'll, again, talk in later podcasts about, you know, better ways to find whether he's telling you no versus is this opposition, like how do you um, push through those things, and but just know that to remember the feelings that you felt when thinking about the quest. That if those feelings were strong enough for you to move forward and recognize it and call it out and move forward, that that there is something to this. There's something to this. And if I could always put a little bit of a haunting thought in there, I'm gonna do it. And that is that if you give up here, if you give up when you meet the opposition. If you decide to head back down and forfeit that trail and go back down, God is going to give what is coming up next to someone else. And that's like the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> and I and I hate to bring that kind of a vibe into it, but sometimes that motivates me. And sometimes that's the, only, that's the only part I want to hang on to. Greg and I, when we got married, one of our like vows to each other, even though we don't really pass vows, um, when we got married was that we wanted to be in the middle of God's work. We didn't want to watch it. We wanted to be in the middle of it, in the thick of it, all that kind of stuff. And this is when you have to just decide that... I'm going to be in the middle of it and and I'm going to keep moving forward and, and make it happen. So when you meet the opposition, don't let go of that quest that you've committed to um, because you want to be
0: part of it because of what's coming up next. All right. So I hope that didn't scare you. I hope that um, you are not put off by the opposition part because guess what? The best thing about this is that it is just gearing you up to receive divine help. And that is the next step. Now divine help is the best, like because this is going to come in form of little miracles that are specifically designed for you. This is going to come in um, like thoughts that come in your head that like just solve problems. This is going to be your neighbor who drops by a dinner. Like it's just divine help is going to come and it's, and it's going to come because you have to know God set you on this quest. So he is not going to leave you without help. And this really, this is where
1: the quest comes to a point where you start to realize that this is about so much more than your original idea. Like this is so rewarding and such an enriching part um, and a merciful part of the experience. And, And like Michelle said, you've got... You've got your guides there that hopefully have been great, consistent forces for good um, for you as you've embarked on your quest. And it's in that moment, in that moment of opposition where you, you can have that very visual experience of Frodo being surrounded by all of those terrible orcs. And they're just totally circled around there is no way out and often our quests because they're personal and important to us and because the opposition is smart sadly um those moments can come in very dramatic fashion and you do feel surrounded and how there is nothing but something divine that can rescue you from from how you feel and that may be financial failure that may be um uh, problems within your family of, of disagreements or, or whatever it may be. It may be um, someone trying to compete with your idea in the business world or or whatever it may be. All those things are the opposition working against you. And and in that dramatic fashion is when you look to the east and that is when Gandalf and the armies of somewhere um, show up and, you know, that's the big amazing part where those armies come and then the eagles come in and it's even cooler than you thought before. And, and that's when the divine help comes in. So don't necessarily wait for the dramatic fashion. Just know that God will provide it.
0: And the key to this one actually working is for you to recognize God's hand in your life and show gratitude for it. Because, um, you might not look to the East and see an army, but you will be given personal personal experiences where you will know without doubt that God is on your side and then show gratitude for them because, because that is how you knock the opposition down. Right. And that is where the dramatic eagles come flying in. It's because you turn to God and you, you say, I'm, I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway. So, um, but, but it will come. And I love when it's dramatic. I love it. Like when it's like the, Heaven's open and, and, but sometimes it's just a piece, you know, and you have to recognize that. And if you don't recognize it, and if you don't acknowledge it, then, um, then it, it can be fleeting and then you will not be as strong to move against the opposition. So, so recognize, recognize it and, and thank Heavenly Father for that.
1: Absolutely. And, and then you really are in the position where you feel like divine help has saved you. And we get to what we think is our last step of your quest. And we call it the arrival, the arrival. And this is when you show up. You've reached that point in the mountain that your guide has helped you come to and you've, you know, fought the battles along the way and you've taken so many great paths of how to get there and and you arrive. And the reality is, is that because you're so much farther up the mountain than you were before... You have this increased vision that is so valuable and so uh, inspiring. And the the funny part, can I call it funny, Michelle? I don't know if it's funny, but you start to realize that your original quest that you thought of, whether, you know, that was changing something in the school or that was um, starting a business and that was creating this or, you know, helping your little baby with this, you realize... The whole point was for you to get closer to God and discover more about yourself. Like that's the arrival. So like, don't let that stop you from doing more quests because the way you get that self discovery and that increased vision is through these incredible promptings and experiences that while may feel
0: temporal in nature are the whole point of why you are here on earth. And the best thing about this, okay, so if you're picturing the mountain and you've just gone up your switchback and now you turn to look at your view, your view is completely different. Now you maybe you can see above the trees and you can see further, and this is where you are going to realize that you have changed. And I warned you at the beginning that if you take up your quest, then it is going to change you by the end. And that is wonderful. And you're going to realize that now you have a a deeper perspective. You have a longer vision. And you then you turn to look up the mountain and you realize that you have another quest. Welcome. So what this does is it gives you more momentum to keep on climbing and to accept another quest and to keep climbing closer to God. And that's what these are, are for is, um, th- like Sarah said, like the real reason to go there is self-discovery and becoming closer to God. And the best part of this, okay, let me just tell you about this quest. Um, we recognized it in the stories that we're telling on the podcast and in the scriptures. And this is a real thing, like in literature, like a real thing. And, and it does say as elements of a quest that the, the last one is always self-discovery. The real reason of the quest is always self-discovery. And you will find that in Frodo Baggins, right? What did he find out when he finally let go of the ring? Right? It he was changed. He goes back to the Shire and everyone's doing, you know, what they've been doing and he is changed, right? And and now you can do more quests and you have learned things, you've learned skills and it puts you in a different position to serve dif- in different ways.
1: We hope that your mind is totally on fire. Because our hearts are on fire and every time we get to work with someone on their quest, there is no denying that this is a real thing, a real pattern that can work for you to become closer to God. And just remember that everything from feeling those feelings of Ooh, I can't get my mind off of this as you discover your quest and recognizing who you are as the quester and that you're good enough who you are, then meeting those incredible guides and using them and and figuring out how to make this happen, just remember that when that opposition comes that you can summon those guides and that divine help to come in and bring you higher up that mountain to increase your vision and and just experience extraordinary things. There is no doubt in my mind that this quest is an experience that is waiting for you. And we're really excited to, to hear about it. And my last parting thought, as we've been so excited in preparing for this for months and months, is that we've got this incredible loving Heavenly Father who has this mountain for us to climb and that the quests that we are taking as we're going back and forth up the mountain, up, 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 that these quests are the point. This is the point of why we're here We want to get closer to God, realize more of who we are and what we can accomplish. And the way that God facilitates that is by you jumping into a quest and diving headfirst into it. And that's where those experiences are going to come. This is the point. This is the point of it all. And I love, love, love everything that we've been able to share with you today. So thank you for joining us. We are excited to hear about what your quest is. So those thoughts of, I can't seem to stop thinking about, oh, I've kept been wanting to do this dot 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 we want to hear about it jump on over to instagram instagram.com slash the and tell us what your quest is. Luckily, Michelle and I have way more to say, way more questions to ask you, way more insights to bring into this quest as we've prepared for this. And so every single week on Thursday, we're gonna be diving further and further into each and every one of these steps of the quest uh, to help you along your way and to to be part of your experience. So look forward to hearing from interviews on Tuesday, then we'll dive more into the quest on Thursdays and we're going to make it happen for you. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for listening to the Women With Fire podcast. Your support means a lot to us. In fact, your support is what makes this podcast possible. If you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women With Fire podcast, find us on Instagram, at the women with fire or find us in our facebook group simply search women with fire and join the group we'll see you there